Tax refund time! This show is supported by generous listeners like you through our Patreon. This episode was underwritten by the Tamsin G Association and Warrior Queen. To learn more about ways to support Oh My Dollar and get cool perks like exclusive live streams and cat stickers, you can visit ohmydollar.com slash support. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. I'm your host, Lillian Carebake. I'm host number two, Will. Will, I have exciting news. I got a tax refund. Nice. Like a really big one. Nice. It's, you know, it is also like a refund of taxes that I paid, but it still feels exciting. Oh, yeah. I know. Anytime you're getting a big lump sum feels good. I did not get a tax refund. One of the reasons I got it is because I saved for retirement and I got the saver's credit. Oh, nice. Uh, And the other reason I got a tax refund is because I used a traditional IRA this year and it lowered my taxable income. You probably had a bunch of business expenses too, I'd assume. Uh, Yeah, like $15,000 of business expenses. Um, (laughs) So yeah, my uh, gross- Books books ain't cheap. Books are not cheap. Uh, Yeah, and I actually got the income- that paid for those books during the 2017 tax year, but I had the expenses in 2018. So my taxable income was like a lot lower, um, which, you know, so, but, you know, I paid those taxes a while ago. So (laughs) yeah. anyway, I'm really excited. Uh, I got, I'm, I got, I already got it back because I filed quite a while ago. I got uh, 1500 bucks back between Hell the yeah. state and federal, which is a lot of money to me. I don't make a lot of money. So it that's like more than a month's expenses for me. So I thought I would talk, if you're in the case of somebody who's getting a tax refund, I thought we would talk about what things, fun things you can do with it. Refund and things. If you didn't get a tax <laughs> refund, I'm sorry, but... Maybe you have other money coming into your life in some other way. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good plan. Uh, and it's good to think about regardless ahead yeah, of time. I, I think thinking about ways to use windfalls and especially those small windfalls, because I think we put a lot of stress on like things like, uh, you know, winning the lottery yep. or getting six trillion dollars. Yeah. Or like getting getting an inheritance or something like that. But Finding these, buried treasure. These like mini sized windfalls that are like one month's expenses. You can do some really cool things with them if you think about them strategically. And I think one of the scary things about these is when they're. Uh, a bigger sum of money than normal and maybe a little unexpected, but not so much that it feels like a life-changing amount of money, they can sometimes kind of just disappear, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like tax refunds, you like, you got it, and you eat really nice cheese for three weeks, and then you're like, what happened to that 1000 bucks I got? This is very off topic, but there was a really good deal on the two-pound blocks of cheddar. I got a bunch of cheese in my freezer, because that's allowed. Yeah, cheese totally freezes. I've I've learned this because I don't eat cheese, but my partner does, and my partner travels a lot and can't go through the cheese on the like two days a week mm-hmm. that they're home. And so we're we've really figured out the whole freezing of yeah. cheese. No, situation. I had to look it up. Almost every cheese freezes well. Yeah, even breeze. So one thing you can do with your tax refund is buy a bunch of cheese on sale and then freeze, freeze it. Freeze it. Yeah, that's savings. That's your savings account. Hey, I I think being prepared um, both with food and other oh, yeah. monetary oh, savings yeah. is a big deal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's nice when you're not having to eat like a popper towards the end of the month, mm-hmm. uh, you know, waiting for that next paycheck because you stocked up. So Cheese feast. Cheese feast. <laughs> Hashtag cheese feast. So my first idea 
of things to do with your tax refund other than cheese. I guess my second idea. <laughs> number two. Number two. Cheese first. And then number two uh, is kind of boring, but paying off debt. Yes. Um, totally not boring. I'm, I'm still like blown away by the point you made like early on in the show about the rate of return on paying off debt versus like anything else you can do with money. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever your student loan interest rate is. That's your rate of return. And that's so, usually bad. It, it's usually pretty high. Um, you know, maybe maybe you got like a Perkins loan or otherwise a, a, a subsidized loan when interest rates are really low. But that's still like four or five percent, which like compared to putting it in a savings account, mm-hmm. you're you're going to get a better rate of return paying that off. The other thing is like this is buying yourself a little freedom. Right. So if you're if you're up to date on your student loans, but say you get $2,000 back from the government and you have to pay $300 a month on your student loans, you can pay forward your student loans, you know, five months into the future with that tax refund. And it's cool when you log in and you see that you don't owe a payment for another five months. Oh, yeah. Like you can start to buy. I know people that have been, you know, aggressively paying down their student loans and they log in. And that number is years in the future for mm-hmm. when they actually owe their next payment. And obviously it's I'm paying great. regularly, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's a way to buy yourself some free time. And like, I'm a fan of that. I like to buy myself time. I like to eliminate some stress. If you're not current on your student loans, use that to pay off debt. Get current on those student loans. We have an episode that talks about how to get your student loans out of default if you're at that default point. Um and use that student loan to get current set up auto pay and mm-hmm. make your nine out of 10 payments you need to make on time to rehabilitate your student loans. Yeah, getting a chunk of money definitely kind of gives you the, like, viewers, I guess, the freedom to, like, get back on top of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or, you know, if they don't, if they're not ahead, student yeah. loans, I focus on student loans a lot. I taught 20 hours of uh, student loan material last week, so it's top of mind. But, you know, maybe get rid of that payday loan. Payday loans have like a 250% interest rate. Mm-hmm. So, man, Which is a crazy rate of return. Yeah, you're yeah. getting an awesome rate of return if you have one of those payday loans hanging over your head or a pawn shop loan. Or pay back your roommate. I don't know who you owe money to. But if you've got some debt hanging over your head, especially a debt that can be cleared up quickly, uh, you know, like a, a small but lingering debt, like a roommate debt or a you know hospital bill mm-hmm. or a blockbuster bill that got sent to collections get rid of it get rid of it with that student loan or with that tax refund <laughs> other things you can do with your student loans you can use it to build your one month buffer or your emergency fund just put some money in an account so you've got it there when you need it yeah which i guess you always suggest what a month supply I, a one month buffer is your your standard thing you should have it's one of my biggest first goals for people because it breaks that paycheck to paycheck cycle i mean we saw this with all the government employees that were having to deal with the shutdown which is you know they didn't get any paychecks for a month and if they had had that one month buffer in place there would have been less freak outs right um and that one month buffer can make a huge difference it's one month of expenses um and i recommend actually leaving that one month buffer in your checking account as long as it's not so liquid that it starts to drip out (laughs) um (laughs) but it but it really does help you kind of move away from that panic to panic situation in between your checks Mm -hmm. um and if you've already got that one month buffer in place but you don't yet have your emergency fund we've talked about emergency funds a lot yeah throw that money towards your emergency fund because it can be hard to be like oh when am i gonna possibly build up two thousand dollars of expenses in my checking account when i'm just trying to pay my bills and Mm -hmm. i'm just trying Mm -hmm. to catch up on my student loans but then suddenly 
you've got a, you know, a thousand dollar check from the government that can go a long way towards helping with those. So that's also kind of boring, but you could save it in cash. Yeah. Another option. Another kind of boring option. You can put it in your retirement savings. Woo! (laughs) So if you don't yet have an IRA, you could use this as your initial deposit to open an IRA. And I am a big fan of talking about how starting early can make a huge difference. So I started my Roth IRA when I was 20 years old. And for most of my 20s, I put in 50 bucks a month. And that was my standard amount that I put in, even when I was making $800 a month in AmeriCorps. And I just put that 50 bucks a month in. Uh, and because I contributed to that early, I can stop contributing and I would still have everything to cover my current expenses based on the average rate of return at retirement age. So I could make no more contributions. And that's because early matters more than a lot when it comes to compound interest. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, stick it in there and ignore it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Forget about it until you're ready to retire. And you can use it as a motivation to, you know... Set up a IRA if you haven't done one yet. Um, I personally use Vanguard as my IRA administrator. We have some episodes on picking them, um, but there's tons of options for setting one up. I don't want to steer you to anyone in particular. I'll just tell you what I use, but you might be able to do it through your bank, anything like that, but just getting it set up and putting a little bit in there. And the cool part about this is if you fall uh, low income, so if your adjusted Mm -hmm. gross income is below about 30,000 a year, if you're single, then, and that's your adjusted gross income. So that's after, uh, you know, you save in a traditional 401k and stuff like that. Uh, If it's below 30,000, the government will pay you back some of the money you saved for retirement next year. So part of the reason I got my I got such a high refund is because right. savers I credit. U- utilize the savers credit and my income was below 30,000 AGI thanks business expenses um, slash not making a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> but because of that I, I literally the government will pay you to save for retirement we have a whole episode called the government will pay you to save for retirement <laughs> and uh, that will give you money back if you are low income so you could just take that refund put it in a retirement account forget about it and then remember next year at tax time and get some of portion of that money back up to 50% of what you put into that will come back. So if you put a thousand dollars in there, you and you're at the lowest income part of their scale, then you'll get $500 back at tax time. And that is a refundable credit. So you can just keep rolling it over into your retirement savings. Oh, oh neat. Oh, that's great. How cool is that? Very cool. Oh, my dollar is supported by listeners like you through our Patreon and by sponsors. We're going to take a quick break to hear from those sponsors, and then we'll be right back with more suggestions on what you can do with your tax refund. All right. Another option. You can build up some categories in your budget, perhaps your car repair fund or your stupid mistakes fund. I'm a big fan of the stupid mistakes fund. I've uh-huh. talked about it. It's I've good lo- to have cash on hand for the inevitable cuts. Yeah, I have lost my uh, passport so many times. Like I, I, lo- I, I think I've lost my wallet like eight times and I used to keep my passport in my wallet because it was my only form of ID, which I have since fixed because that's not great to be yep. bringing out to bars all the time. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I lost my passport 10 days before an international trip. Luckily, I had my stupid mistakes fund because it ended up costing me about $270 to get an emergency issue oh, passport. Oh, yeah, instead of the, what, normal 100 or so? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like had to take a train to Seattle, and I also had to move part of a flight. Yikes. So I literally went straight from the passport office 
got on the light rail and then got on a plane. So directly to the airport. So jet setting. <laughs> yeah. Or just stupid. I don't know. Yeah. One of those options. But yeah, it was better, better to have that there than cancel the whole trip, I'm sure. Yeah. It, or, you know, something like your car repair fund, vet bills, things that you know are kind of inevitable that you have some categories for in your budget, like sinking funds or something like that. If there's something that you feel like you could use a little padding because you know you're going to have one of those known unknowns come mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. throw it in the budget category. It's not the, quite the same as your emergency fund or your savings because eventually you're going to spend spend that money, mm-hmm. but it'll give you a little peace of mind. Uh, another one, you could give some away, perhaps a Patreon or a nonprofit <laughs> radio station. Yeah, uh, not at all. That we're, like, we're biased. Uh, <laughs> Ohmydollar.com slash support. Extra.fm slash donate. But yeah, uh, I, philanthropy is one of those things that I think it ends up being a lot of goal for a lot of listeners on this, but trying to figure out what that how how to make room for that in your budget mm-hmm. i think a tax refund is a really great option because you can feel really generous because it's kind of an unexpected pile of money right yeah 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 <laughs> so uh yeah no i i think that's a good option and you could you could just give a portion of it away you don't have to give all of it away right that's true so, or all of it away yeah or all of it away <laughs> whatever you want to do we're that patreon we have a top level tier there if you know you're really excited about giving some of your tax refund away <laughs> Other options, buy yourself a treat. Treat yourself. Yeah. Example? Uh, I used 70% of my tax refund to fill up my categories for a trip to Japan I am taking. So That's next week. This week for our listeners listening. Uh, I am there yeah. right now for oh, the you're listeners there right that, now. that are, oh that are listening. God. Yeah. Um, so when you're listening, on wood. <laughs> I will hopefully be in Japan. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Just don't lose your passport again. Well, or uh, last time I was scheduled to go to Japan, I was on my way to the airport when the oh, earthquake yeah. hit. So um, You've still not been to Japan, right? I've still not been to Japan. Uh, so well, I hope you're there now. Nine years later, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> to be there when this episode airs. But I, I put 70% of my tax refund this year um, towards filling up the categories in Japan for myself. And I'd been saving towards that trip for a little while, but I, I used that to just round out and pad out my categories. And it was nice because I'm not going to be worried about it. I'm going to eat all the fancy ramen I want to eat So yeah. while I'm there. Oh, yeah. Visit all the cat cafes. Uh, Number seven's pretty cool, too. You could pay future taxes. I never thought about doing a a tax refund, but that sounds kind of like a somewhat painless way to get ahead, especially if I haven't actually, like seeing my my stack of bills yeah my bag of quarters <laughs> uh this is really good if you're someone who is uh self-employed or um has a side hustle and you don't want to deal with paying quarterly taxes mm-hmm. because it isn't a huge proportion of your income uh one thing you can do is if you've got a tax refund you can actually just opt at the time that you file to have it applied towards future years taxes and you don't have to do all of it you could do 50% of it you could do a certain set amount you can apply towards future year taxes or if you've already got the refund if it's already check in hand you could just shove it into your tax saving category right? yeah 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 um, you don't necessarily have to have the government hold on to it um you could oh yeah it's just sort of budget it for the future just, just budget it um Whoa. in you know my case i'm going to have uh quarterly taxes come due in april um, yeah. because i'm 100 percent self-employed this year which is mildly terrifying and uh, normally what i did is something i talked about before in the show which is that i just uh withheld at a higher rate at my w-2 jobs to cover my estimated tax payments. But this year, I will have to be making my quarterly tax payments. So part of that tax refund is just going to be rolled into that tax payment. That's super. Yeah. 
So those are some options of fun things you can do. I have a category in my budget, which I think is a fun treat category, which is I'm subscribed to a Cheap Flights newsletter. And mm-hmm. uh, I Scott's. Scott's Cheap Flights. It's a dangerous newsletter. Um, mm-hmm. I'll link to it in the show notes. If you uh, have a lot of wanderlust and travel like me and like cheap flights, one problem that I have with Scott's Cheap Flights is it'll be like 350 round trip to Australia. And I'll be like, uh, I should just go right now to Australia. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like to plan ahead for my trips. And so oh, uh, I'd love to not not plan ahead i got too much stuff to do but i'm I'm, I'm just saying conceptually i'd love to be able to just like slap some cash down on the table and like go to australia so (laughs) one of the options uh whether or not you know you can move around at your job or whatever but um uh one one option is i actually now have my one scott's cheap place flight impulse purchase per year category oh, in my budget and uh, like usually my rule is if something's under like 450 and it's an international flight to me that's like if it's to a country i haven't been to before it's worth it yeah yeah <laughs> um but obviously i can't be doing that every single day and scott cheap flight comes out pretty often uh but now i just have some in a category and that's going to allow me to be my I'm style of impulsive it. which isn't that impulsive yeah. the impulse by category no that makes sense you're you're enabling the impulse yeah occasionally responsibly totally uh i also have a bunch of points to use that i'm sitting on so you know that's oh, a different yeah. story that's but less impulsive planning Cunning. I so much planning involved <laughs> in it, as as you heard last week on our uh, episode about travel hacks. Travel hacking. Well, Lillian Kerbig, travel hacker. <laughs> it's your new I podcast. like to imagine that I'm like Angelina Jolie and hackers <laughs> typing vigorously, typing yeah. vigorously, and then getting on planes. Uh, I don't know. That's um, not wildly inaccurate. Are you excited about tax refunds after this episode? You'd no. be more excited if you're getting I'd be one. More, yeah, I'd be more excited if I had one. Uh... You're an Oregonian, though, so you're going to get the kicker this year, mm. uh, which is this weird thing our state has, which is that they pay us back when they don't spend all the money that they collect taxes on. I don't think it's a very good system. No, there's a lot of things that aren't great about Oregon's tax system right now. Yeah. It's PERS. P- <laughs> yeah, p- pretty rough. PERS. Uh, yeah, all... all... Anyway, you're going to get a kicker. You'll I'm like get almost like at 100... the point where I think I've whined about having to do taxes long enough where I should probably just go do them. Yep. I need like that warm up period. It's good to know how much you're going to owe too if you're going to owe. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can be like me and get really excited. So other thing to know is the sooner you file, the faster your tax refund comes. Not just in terms of like it comes after you file, but the IRS gets really stressed out closer to the tax right, deadline and it sense. takes longer and longer for them to process refunds. So if you file soon, you get your tax refund faster. If you file at the last minute, it can take like over a month for it That's to arrive. That's a good incentive. Yep. Cool. Um, I just got a $1.79 tax refund from the year 2014 sent as a check to my house. They had recalculated Sweet. or something and figured out <laughs> I, I got another 179 So don't spend that all in what one place. What are you place. doing with your buck 50? Soda? I, I think I'm going to just deposit it and then put it in put it in my Scott Cheap Flights category. It's going fully. I'm not Scott's saving any of it. very cheap flights. Yeah. Well, you know, I can round it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buck 50. I can go somewhere slightly more expensive. That wraps up our show for today. We love hearing from you. So email us your financial worries, successes, what you're doing with your tax refund, how you're coping with not having a tax refund. Email us stuff at questions at oh my dollar or tweet us at at anomalily or at oh my dollar. Our producer is Will Romy. Our intro music is by Aaron Parecki. And your host and personal finance educator is me, Lillian Carebake. 
Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. <laughs>